What makes you perform at a high level? Do you even know? Or do you just go through these ups and downs and then perform at a high level, go into a low, perform at a high level, go into a low? What creates your lows? What creates your highs? Whatever your situation is currently is not your forever situation. That's really what real business owners is, man. Like, we don't care where you come from. Where are you going? Our goal and our job is to reduce the mistakes that you have to make or the money that you have to lose. You want to be an entrepreneur, you want to be successful, don't give up. You learn, adjust, and continue to move forward. Welcome back to the Real Business Owners Podcast. This is episode 137 with myself, Trevor Cowley. Uh, yeah, I'm in the office. Waquel is sipping margaritas in Mexico with his family. That asshole, right? You know, somebody's got to do it. And he volunteered this week. So hopefully, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, guys, we, we obviously work hard. And, and the idea is to, you know, uh, exhaust yourself so that you can have memories like that with your family, enjoy time off. And so we try not to bug him too much when he's when he's gone for the week with his family. But I did have to make like a five minute phone call to him yesterday. So, um, you know, it, it, it happens. You know, nobody can take a vacation uh, that owns a business without even thinking about business or, you know, kind of getting pulled back in a little bit. But the idea in the older that we get, the longer that we've operated businesses, the more we try to respect the individual's time when they're taking time with their loved ones. So hopefully he's uh He's getting his tan on and, and uh, his drink on and, and enjoying that time with his family. So, guys, uh, today I wanted to chat with you uh, in regards to just wintertime blues. You know, I know that this is an issue for uh, a large group of individuals that listen to the podcast or just the general public. Uh, I was just informed by Stephanie behind the scenes over here making sure that uh, – you know, we have content. It's called Seasonal Affective Disorder. In other words, the acronym to it is SAD, right? So there's a lot of people when it starts getting, you know, dark earlier or it's a lot colder, they start kind of feeling themselves, their energy or their vibrations slowly start dipping to the point where some people just fall into a complete depression, right? And so if you're one of those people that hit those mental lows in the winter and you now have the data that shows literally year after year after year, this is something that happens to you. The real question is, is are you the type of individual that's just going to choose to hunker down and accept the fact that you have wintertime blues or uh, get depressed in the winter? Or are you actually going to try to do something about it? You've got really two options. Hunker down and hope the storm passes, wait for spring, wait for summer, whatever it is, so that you can get pulled out of this hole. Or you can put the lab coat on, start testing different shit to see if you could pull yourself out of it. Here's the issue, though, is when you're in a low place, the last thing that you want to do is put the lab coat on and start testing shit because you don't even feel like getting out of bed. You don't even feel like putting your pants on. You don't feel like going to work. You don't feel like answering that call. Hell, you know, I've had days because this is something that, that I've seen affect me more and more as I've kind of got older, more so within the last two or three years, because it's never really been like that prior. And I don't know why it is uh, or has been happening within the last like two or three years, but I feel a little bit of a lull. And I don't know if it's the whole, you know, COVID thing, this, that, the other, whatever the last few years. Um, again, I, I can't necessarily pinpoint what's kind of kicking it up, but I have felt it. Uh, I've identified that. 
And when you've identified that there is an issue and is a problem, the idea after that is to create a plan of attack. How can you address this issue? Because it is an issue. It is affecting your life. It is affecting your business. It is affecting your loved ones. So what are you going to do about it? It's not just affecting you. I know when you're in a low place, you feel as though that you're the only individual that it's really impacting, but that's not the case at all. You're impacting everybody else around you. You've been around individuals that are vibrating at a low frequency or depressed, and you can kind of feel that energy rub off on you, and it's not good. It just kind of feels negative. Um, and the idea is, again, identify that this is an issue, an annual issue. Why would you want to look forward to year after year after year after year dealing with the same issue over and over and over and not try to build a plan, uh, a, a way to attack this, figure out what puts you in a situation that can pull you out of a negative or make you want to get out of bed or whatever it is, right, guys? I mean, you guys, I think, understand what I'm talking about at this point. When you identify the problem, what's the plan of action to address the problem? That's really what it comes down to. And so for me, um, I purposely waited till, till wintertime and January 1st to start 75 hard. So that's something, and again, I, I don't know if it's going to work or if it's not going to work, but the idea is to put the lab coat on and start testing shit, just as I've been talking about. But if all you're doing is hunkering down and waiting for the storm to pass, what you're doing is you're putting yourself in a very, very bad situation because now next year you, you get to look forward to two, three, four months of depression. Then the following year, same thing, same thing, the same thing. The, again, the hard part is, is when you're at a low spot to build a plan. Because that's, again, the last thing you want to do. If you barely want to get out of bed or put your pants on, the last thing you want to do is try to create a plan. You would rather go take a nap, go shut the lights off, find a dark hole, uh, and get away from the world in that moment. But is that serving you? We all know the answer to that. The answer is absolutely not. So if it's not serving you, it's probably not serving the individuals that are around you. It's not fair to your family. It's not fair to your business associates. And, and that's the problem too, is you know that you're affecting people negatively and it almost makes you feel even worse, right? So you continue to beat yourself up over and over and over about every little thing. And that's not contributing to you getting better. Why don't we start putting the energy, the little energy that you have towards trying to get better, trying to test new things? You know, what I'm going to do is I'm going to listen to more podcasts. I'm going to start going for a walk every single night. I have noticed that my water intake uh, ha since starting 75 hard obviously has gone way up with the gallon per day. And I have noticed a little bit of a shift. And I think people drink less water in the wintertime because it's colder. In the summertime, when you're burning hot and you're sweating, you feel like that you need to be drinking water. And I think people probably stay maybe a little bit more hydrated when it's warmer because having, uh, having water is a little bit more top of mind in the summertime than it is in the wintertime. You know, so these are things that you really have to analyze. Look at everything as a whole. You know, in the summertime, am I drinking more water? Am I listening to, you know, podcasts? Am I reading more? Am I exercising more? Uh, am I taking vitamins? What am I doing to create the individual that feels good in the summertime versus what I'm doing to create an individual that's depressed in the wintertime. There's going to be differences. Now, that doesn't mean 
that if you put the lab coat on, you start testing some shit that automatically you're just going to pop out and just be way better and be a, a completely different individual. But if you're in a deep, dark place, why not start chipping away at that and get better? What if you only get 50% better? So we're, you know, again, maybe you feel like taking a nap here and there, but you feel as though that you can get out of bed and put your pants on and, and still go to work without that, that dark feeling that you have. Wintertime blues is a real thing. I will flat out say that. I know for a fact it's a real thing. But also what's a real thing is you have the ability to control a lot of things that you're not choosing to control in the wintertime because you're letting that affect you so much so that you kind of, again, hunker down. You put a pause on life. You, you stop trying to do things that you know will ultimately serve you. And therefore, you stay in that situation Hunker down, hope for the storm to pass, which of course it will pass. But peace and happiness isn't going to chase you down to try to find you. It's the opposite. You have to go chase that down. You, It's your responsibility. It's your life. You need to go find that for you. And I believe that the individuals that you love and care about, you probably care about them enough to find the motivation to do the things that you know you need to do to try to get yourself out of that situation. So, um, guys... The reality of being in a dark place, most people don't want to network. They don't want to be around other individuals. But that's exactly probably what you need. You know, most individuals don't even want to go outside. But that's probably exactly what you need. It's almost as though that we do not want to do anything that, that will serve us. Or the things that we need to be doing, we don't want to do. Those are the things that we remove off of our plate when we're in a low low spot. Do we really need to take another nap? Do we really need to go to bed at 6 o'clock at night or 7 o'clock? No, we don't need those things. We need water. We need vitamins. We need sun. We need body movement. These are the things that you need to, to, to ultimately put yourself back in a situation where you can be productive where you could be positive, where you can make an impact on the individuals that surround you, your ecosystem, okay? And, and I will tell you, having a solid ecosystem and having a solid network does help. I, I, I'll, I'll tell you that right now because individuals um, that care about you are gonna, <laughs> they're gonna make you kind of get out of the house. They're gonna make you do some of the things that maybe you don't wanna do. Um, and then after you do them and you go home, you're like, I'm really glad I did that. So the aftermath, it's almost like going to the gym. When, you, when it's early and you don't feel like going to the gym, but you do it anyways, and then you, 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 you leave the gym and you're headed home, you're like, I'm glad I did that. It's the same type of concept. So if there's something that you're not wanting to do, that's probably a hint that that's the thing that you should be doing. And so... I, I, I get concerned for individuals because I know where I'm at mentally and I feel as though that I'm a pretty mentally fit individual. And if I, if I feel some of the things that I feel, what do, what do individuals that aren't mentally fit feel? Like what are their lows look like compared to my lows? Those are some of the thoughts that I have and the reason why I wanted to speak on this topic. Um, another thing that I wanted to keep top of mind in the wintertime because I've noticed this trend the last few years is I wanted to make sure that I was taking a vacation or a trip with somewhere that has sun. 
I wanted to put sun on my body. So, you know, I just got back from Newport Beach, just renting a beach house with my family like two weeks ago. Um, I guess by the time this comes out, it'll be about a month prior. But um, And those are things that I'm trying to control. Again, this is me putting the lab coat on and saying, okay, well, if I perform better in the summertime than I do in the wintertime, if I feel better in the summertime than I do in the wintertime, I need to start taking on some tasks that I would normally do in the summertime, and I need to do those in the wintertime, like a 75 hard type challenge, um, or um, going to seek out the sun. If the sun's the thing that gives me energy, which I know for a fact vitamin D gives me energy, I grew up with my shirt off, poor neighborhood, riding bikes, you know, uh, with the sun on my back all day, every single day. And so I feel as though that when I, when I lack sunlight and I'm not getting sun on my skin, I do feel that lull starting to happen. And so I want to control those situations. I can control when I take a trip, you know, why don't I take one in the summertime and one in the dead of winter so that one, I have something to look forward to. And secondly, I get sun on my body and hopefully get that recharge and that energy that I need to be able to last that extra month or that next two months before whatever spring or summertime starts coming around. And so again, guys, don't hunker down. Don't let the storm um, take control of your life. Even though you don't feel like doing the things that we just talked about on the podcast, that doesn't necessarily, that doesn't mean it's not necessary in order for you to start having a little bit more control because what's a future every single winter when you're going to get depressed. And I'm not talking about medications. You know, if medications was the answer to, like, I, I read something recently is that if medication, if people think that that's the answer to health, that's like going to get a $100,000 or $200,000 loan and thinking you're rich. That's not real. Yeah, you have access to the money, but no, you're not rich. Right. Yes, you have access to the medication that can dull a symptom, but that's not the real answer. The real answer, you can go back in the history of time. It's not really that difficult. Lots of water, lots of sunlight, lots of movement and healthy foods. So why did I choose to do 75 hard? I'm going to force to be outside for one of the workouts. I'm forced to drink a gallon of water. And if I'm outside, I'm going to get a little bit more sun than normal. I'm forced to read 10 pages a day. And I'm forced to eat healthy. Check, 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 check. It checks all the boxes. Is it something that I was excited about and absolutely thrilled to jump in and do? No. But do I think it's a necessity in order for me to figure myself out better? Absolutely. So the question that I have for you is what are you really doing to figure yourself out? What makes you perform at a high level? Do you even know? Or do you just go through these ups and downs and then perform at a high level, go into a low, perform at a high level, go into a low? What creates your lows? What creates your highs? Over years, you guys should be accumulating data and reflecting on that data. Where do I fill my highs and where do I fill my lows? Start building the game plan around those lows. It, that's your responsibility, nobody else's. So quit hunkering down, hoping for the best and peace and happiness to find you. It's just not going to happen. You have to control what you have the ability to control. Yes, you feel tired, but can you go for a walk? Yes, you can. Y yeah, you might not be thirsty, but you can force down some water. You don't feel like eating healthy because when you feel like shit, you want that food to give you that dopamine hit, which is the hamburger, the French fries, the pizza, the ice cream, you know, all of those foods that we shouldn't be eating that are usually, 
you know, what uh, what makes you feel better when you're kind of at a low spot. It's just that little mini I forget about that I'm f- I feel like shit because I'm eating this shit and it tastes good, right? So all of these things, they're actually putting you in a worse situation. So again, it's all the things that you don't feel like doing are the things that you need to be doing when you're at a low. And so I challenge you guys to reflect. What makes you perform at a high level? What times or areas in your life do you hit a lull? Because we all do it. We're all human beings. I don't give a shit who you are. Even the rock. You know, I know he looks like he's on top of the world 100%. He has lulls. You know, he is an actor. He can, he can act like he's not, you know. But um, at the end of the day, human beings are human beings. Everybody has ups and everybody has downs. And the individuals that actually take the time to reflect and gather the data that they have over the course of years to determine what makes them perform and what puts them in a low situation and then puts a game plan around that, then you're minimizing your lows. And I don't understand why more people wouldn't want to minimize their lows and maximize their highs. And that's exactly what I'm trying to do at this point in time by committing to something that's big and large, that's going to keep my attention on the things that I need to be doing each day to chip away at the items that I have to get done in order to check that box and say, I did today's work for 75 hard. So do I know for sure it'll work? I don't know, but I'm sure as hell going to test it. I'm going to try it and I'm going to continue to try new things. This was the first year I said, I'm making it a priority to get sun in the winter in December. That was a priority for me, and I made that happen. And then within two weeks of coming back, I said, I'm going to do 75 hard. That's going to be a priority. I didn't do 75 hard last year in the wintertime. I got done at the beginning of November last year, right? I didn't really – the, the first trip I took uh, in the wintertime last year was in February when I took my family to Hawaii. So I was we were already starting to, you know, find the end of that winter time before I took that trip. And so – Get the data that you need that ultimately can serve you at a high level. Maximize your highs, minimize your lows. Guys, the network that you have, the individuals that you surround yourself with are a huge, huge factor in this as well. And as you guys have saw, you know, we posted about the mastermind that's coming up. There's going to be more information. Um, uh, I guess by the time this drops, it will be on the 11th of January so. You guys should have more information by the 9th uh, of January. It is an enrollment uh, process or application process. And the reason why we have that, guys, is uh, we want to make sure that we're, 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 again, filling a room with individuals that can serve each other. Again, network equals your net worth. And I don't want to have individuals pay us to be a part of a group and not bring value within the group. And I'll just talk on that just for one second here because I don't want to, you know, take a, a, you know, 30, 40 minutes of your time and talk about this. But, you know, the investments that we've made uh, over the last year, almost close to a million dollars in different restaurants, things like that, that was an individual that we met inside of uh, a, a networking group or a mastermind. Okay. Uh, the credit repair company that's now doing $4 million plus million a year within two years, we found an individual in a networking group, a mastermind, that knew how to generate credit repair leads. And so we linked up. They flew out here. Guys, everything that we've done 
in regards to the last one or two years to add to what we what we have. In other words, our core businesses have all came from networking at masterminds. And so I put it at a high priority and I look at price point too. If it's a, if it's five grand to join a mastermind, that's not my mastermind. I, I'm not, I, I don't want to surround myself with, and, and I'm not trying to be rude or negative or anything like that is I want to surround myself with high achievers, high net worth individuals. And if somebody's paying a thousand or five grand or whatever, you know, they're probably starting out maybe in some, at, at a middle ground with their business, trying to kind of get to that next level. I want to network with high, high achievers, players that are looking for that next opportunity. Maybe their core business is already operating at a high level and it's spitting out the cash flow that they need to start making additional investments or uh, look at other business opportunities, you know? And so we've got so much value just, I mean, the individuals that uh, Kel's getting coached by for copywriting, that was an individual we met at a mastermind. The individual that's actually building out the back end of our mastermind, we met at a mastermind. You know, I, I'm telling you right now, 100% of the people that we've done business with in the last one or two years are individuals that we've met in some mastermind at one at one point or another. Whether it was Apex, whether it was Arte, whether it was Avengers, whatever it may be. Our core group, our entire Facebook feed looks completely different three years into this whole mastermind game than it did prior. I don't, I honestly don't really see negativity in my Facebook feed. I just don't. Why? Because I, I surround myself with these individuals in these groups and I only like the posts that are of success, that are of challenge, that are of excellence so that Facebook knows that that's the algorithm that I prefer to see. And when you, again, start doing that, your entire feed changes, your ecosystem changes, your network changes, and then your net worth changes. And so we're only going to accept uh, 40 people into the group because we want it small, we want it intimate, and we want individuals to have the ability to create real relationships with each other. Because I know individuals want to come and, and, and meet me and Kel and get to know us better and hear us speak and and try to get valuable information and nuggets that they could take back to their business. But in reality, the majority of the value that we've got in, in masterminds were the other individuals in the seats right next to us because we've started to serve each other. The individuals that were on stage speaking, the Ed Milet or Andy Fursella or Stuman or the Avengers, I mean, it's a whole group of individuals, but um, that are, that are operating that group, but we're not really doing a whole lot of business direct with those individuals. We're doing a lot of business with inside the individuals that are in that group. And so we want to protect the group. Uh, we will kick people out of the group. And if we kick somebody out of the group because they, they're not of excellence or they're just kind of a slime ball or whatever it is, we'll refund them and, and, and get them out of the group because I just don't want to deal with that shit. And you, in you individuals that choose to uh, try to get uh, that choose to try to get accepted into the mastermind deserve uh, a setting where you're protected and you know that these individuals are vetted and you know they're of high caliber. You deserve that. We deserve that. And that's exactly what we're trying to create. Later on in the year, we've talked about, you know, like a November event to where it's just an RBO event where anybody can buy a ticket and come out. But the mastermind is going to be small. It's going to be intimate. And, uh, you know, it'll be uh, three to four meetups throughout the year. Every single time it's going to be at least it's going to be a two day meetup 
and I want to try to do like maybe a, a classroom type setting where we are bringing in speakers. We are learning real business information so that we have nuggets to take back to our business and uh, better perfect the vehicle that's spitting out the cash flow that you have now. But at the same time, you know, maybe on day two, we do something fun, crazy. Maybe we go, you know, race uh, luxury sports cars or, you know, we go skydive. You know, I want to create experiences for individuals that they, they will just never forget. And when you have these experiences with other high achievers, the relationships that you have continue to go deeper and deeper and deeper. It's hard to get a real deep relationship just sitting in a classroom next to somebody staring at a stage taking notes. And that's just a fact. The majority of the value that we've received from masterminds is sometimes at the lunch break, sitting at tables, getting to know people, out in the halls, networking with other individuals. What do you do? Oh, hey, we should chat about this, that, or the other. So um, in that regard, guys, again, put the lab coat on, start testing shit. You're, you're worthy of it. You're deserving of filling uh, a, a feeling of peace, happiness, productiveness. Uh, your family's deserving of having that. And if you just hunker down and wait for the shit storm to pass, you're not doing yourself or anybody that you love any favors, guys. And so uh, per the usual, guys, make sure you share this episode with somebody that uh, you care about, somebody that you love, or somebody that might be going through some harsh wintertime blues. I think 100% of people listening to this either feel it or know somebody that feels it uh, or that goes through this uh, on an annual basis. And so let's try to pick those people up. You know, let's try to support those individuals because, you know, I mean, wintertime blues is a real thing. Plus you start adding all the other bullshit, the, the politics, the COVID, the pandemic, you know, all this stupid other shit. Then it just makes it even that much more difficult to try to get out of a, a, a low spot because there's so much negativity and it can kind of keep you down in that, in that spot where you feel depressed. And so the goal is to get you out of it. The goal is to, to perform at a high level um, so that you feel, uh, you know, self-worth, you feel valuable, uh, and you're contributing to your family, your friends, your business, and everybody else that you surround yourself with. So other than that, guys, I wish you nothing but the best. God bless. As always, take care. Kick ass.